Yes. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from the tribal compound in San Diego, Califas. Sitting across from me, my co host, E. Someone who's trying to get ah. the theme song to stop. Oh, wait a second. You know who it is. Do you know who the fuck it is? Do you know who's about to come to your oh, fucking yeah, eardrums right now? I do. My wonder if Isaac does. Here it comes. Chumahan, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here with a fucking dope ass reach back classic track. Once! Again, and you know what? This is worth a little bit of a listen, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. This is a real fucking rock song. Yeah. From the 80s. I don't even know if you're ready for this shit. No. I know all about this, bro. Yeah, been ready for this, been knowing about this. Come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Wake the fuck up, Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds. Yeah. Send your fucking rest home. It's time to get that blood boiling. That Red boiling. Let's go. Red dog. Uh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, you really pumped up, aren't you? I love this fucking song. I could be dead in my grave and hear this song and punch my fist up through the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that in your Yeah. That's the way you do it. This song makes me want to do chin-ups on my gravestone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Bro. <laughs> I don't fuck around. Now, do you want to, I mean, how do you want to do this? We got a very special guest. You're going to introduce her. What? Did you, were you, you speaking English? What was I'll, let you, I'll let you introduce this gentleman. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I like let that. Let me tell you something. Right? Cat piss, bitch. The, this gentleman that's coming to the studio yes. is world-renowned, illustrious. Yes. A lady killer. Yeah, from what I've heard. Stacks that cheddar. Yes. No one can do it better. <laughs> He's a fucking honest. And he's an heir. He's an ingenue. Uh huh. This is his debut podcast. Hey, have you been on a podcast before? I've been on like four. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Wait, wait. Which ones? Uh, old new friends. Put uh-huh. the stress down. Uh huh. Well, I've been. Okay, so. Yeah, you didn't no, do. No, hey, wait. Too. You didn't do Joe Rogan, did you? 
Hmm. I should. Hey, okay. you should do this one first. I, no, yeah, I didn't this tell will get Joe Rogan. Yeah, I thought, I thought this was Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, <laughs> good answer. Got, no, was, we got more muscles, more abs, and more hair. Way, than way, just, way. Yeah. More hair. Listen, more. this gentleman is. This is everyone. Welcome to the front of the stage, Isaac. Welcome to the show. Come on. Yeah. Look at that. Look at it. He's like moonwalking. He's fucking dancing. How did you learn to dance like that? I was born. Just you got extra fucking joints? Like, how are you doing that? Well, I, I came out like that. Oh, came out dancing. Yeah. Dude, he was dancing around the umbilical cord. Yeah, Moonwalking. Yeah. Right. Oh, dude. He wrapped the umbilical cord around the doctor's neck, choked him out. <laughs> now, listen, we're, we're visiting. We're down here in San Diego. We're down here visiting Bobby Ruiz, uh, owner of Tribal, dear friend, 30 years. Right. You're his son. Yes, one of them. One of them. Yeah. The oldest one, yeah. I hear yeah. a lot of good things about you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are you musically inclined? That's my brother. Uh-huh. So my brother, he does music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really good at picking music. Mm-hmm. So I, when I, I listen to music, I pick the music, but mm-hmm. I do clothing. Right. You kind of yeah. followed in uh, the yeah. family footsteps? Yeah, and I think I've always known I was going to do clothing. Okay. What do you mean like, by that? Like, how did you know? Mm-hmm. I just think that... Like, I tried to, like, step away from it, but then there was always something that, like, I felt deeper inside of me where I was, like, like, clothing makes the most sense. I've, you know, I could dabble in art. Mm-hmm. I can, I've tried music, but mm-hmm. when it comes to clothing, it's, I feel like it's more of a, a representation of me. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, when you don't have somewhere, like, you really fit in, because mm-hmm. I didn't fit in with the music kids, obviously. Wait, 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 wait. Why do you say Obviously. Yeah. Well, just because, like, I wasn't good. Like, when you, <laughs> all right, well, that explains it. <laughs> because, like, when you think about, like, the theater kids, right? Yeah. Think about the music kids. Okay. It's a hell of a competition always. That's and true. Everyone's always so good at it. And if mm. you're not good at it, like, you know, like, you can't sit here. Right. So when I made clothes, I was like, holy shit, I got all these kids mm-hmm. rocking it. Right. You're really? like, I'm what good did at you, this. What yeah. did you first make? So when I was 14, I I was like, damn, like this is my time. So <laughs> you hear that, Steve? I better get it done before hey, I'm 16 hey. or I'm gonna be fucking lucky to us. I'm 14, not... this is my time. <laughs> yo, if I'm 15 not making a thousand bucks, yeah, I'm gonna be broke for life. No, yeah. so, so like uh my sister's boyfriend at the time, he was doing screen printing mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, like we can make shirts. And I was like, cool. So I had a birthday party. And I like, I was like, everybody just bring me cash for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I made fifty. <laughs> I made like fifty shirts, and we sold out in a week. Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. What's a what's a birthday like for Isaac? Like, what do you do, dude? You no, nah, no. Nah. So ran out a lot. Padre Stadium and fucking mm-hmm. start. You no, know, okay. So a lot land. has changed because that was the most social birthday I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm twenty. I'm. I'll be twenty four in September. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. That party, I invited just like everybody. Yeah, it was like new school. I was like, I don't know these fucking kids. Yeah, it's September. It's like it's a fresh start. Yeah. So I invited everybody, and mm-hmm. I kind of fucked up when I did that because it was like 70, 80 kids. Right at my house. Right, overshot the mark a little bit. Yeah, okay. a little bit because okay. you know, people got girlfriends. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's not just them. It's whoever they bring. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, that being said, I raised like I think four hundred dollars, four five hundred dollars from that party. Okay. Invested it all into the clothing. Sure. Sold out in a week. Yeah. And did the same thing all year. 
So what was what did you sell out of? What was oh uh, t-shirts? Yeah, but describe them. They okay. Yeah, I, I guess I should because they came in a box like a like a like a cardboard box, uh-huh. and then we printed on that box our logo that was on the shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you like unraveled the box, and then the shirt was wrapped up. And then it was like the whole package, you know? Right, 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 right. So right. that's what I think caught people's attention is like you're not just buying the shirt, you're buying you're buying the product. Okay, like he's right. talking high level. Well, he's like, talking presentation. Yeah, presentation. So, what, so can yeah. you explain that, Steve? Like from a marketing standpoint, what, he's talking about packaging and presentation. Well, How important I, is that? It's super important, and it adds tremendous value to the product. So if I sell you, uh, for instance. I'm just going to give it for instance. for instance. If I sell you a T-shirt, yeah, and I charge you ten bucks for a T-shirt, right. and it's just a T-shirt with a screen print. Okay. How about if I sold you a T-shirt with a woven label on it, with uh, an embroidery and a print, woven label on the inside, hang tag, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I sell you that. I'd sell you that for fifteen dollars instead of ten dollars. Right. It's added value, but more importantly, it's perceived value on your end. Right. Right? Okay, right. so you perceive it as what's very, a little extra work for me, mm-hmm. you perceive as a lot more work, right? Right. That's what you want. And the presentation is is the very first time they're going to see or touch anything, and they're getting a box with the logo. Right. And a, it's a smart. It's smart. People don't take the time to do that. To they don't care to. Right. What was so, the right. logo? Uh, it was like, I want to say like... Um, I guess like when I think of it, it's like more like a you know like the beer can logos where it's just like a lot going on. It's mm-hmm. like the like like a Bud like a Budweiser type or a Miller. I, I would say like something like that because it had like <clears throat> it had like the rays coming out from the center. It had the the fucking like arch. It had like, like I said San Diego. It had everything. <coughs> it had the brand name. So so we're called Silk Cloud. Silk, Silk Cloud. Cloud. What do you think yeah. of that, Steve? Silk Cloud. It can go a lot of different ways. Yeah, ex- exactly. And that's kind of the whole, like, cloud. The, I fucking yeah. like that, actually. Silk cloud? You're thinking yeah. you're allowed to jump into some silk clouds, huh? I, yeah. You know why I like it? It sounds it sounds expensive. Like, it sounds elegant. Respect. It does. Yeah. Respect. Thank right? You. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Respect. It sounds like silk. Respect. Respect. <laughs> respect. Hey. That is hey. so respectful. I'm, ser- respectful. I'm, no, I'm, I'm dead serious, too. I am, too. Because... Actually, it it is something like that. I right. wanted something behind the name that sounds comfortable, right? Mm. But it also is like it's a dream state when you really yes. think about it. Elevated, elevated because clouds are elevated, bro. Clouds are nothing, right? So think about laying on the like the grass as a kid, and you're like, "Holy shit, that's an elephant!" Right, right. You but see it, what you want. You you yeah. see, and you're able to create something out of nothing. Yeah, that's true. Think about Which that. Is, it's clothing. It's bah! it's design. Bro, it's blowing bah. my mind right there. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. That's dope. What's the um it, so silk cloud? Oh, like man. how long did it come did you did it take to come up with that concept and think about it? Be real, man. Don't um, fuck around. I want to say like honestly it was a week because <laughs> I didn't because <laughs> That's I, what happens when you got Bobby Tribal genetics. Yeah. Well, you you got to like, knock that shit. What takes other people years? Right, well, you, knocked down a week. you know why? It's so I was in eighth grade. I was learning about the Silk Passage, 
Oh, right, the Silk Roads. Oh, the Silk yeah. Roads. Right, yeah. trade. Uh, That's trade roads, the right. The history of trade, motherfucker. Motherfuck. So, yeah, I'm such a fucking nerd, dude. No. So, no, <laughs> this is good. You were you got inspired by that story. Right, and so there was this one phrase, and I can remember it perfectly till this day, and I'll, I'll kind of rephrase it for you guys, but essentially what it is is that in the summer they produced lightweight, cool goods made of silk, and then in the winter they made heavier, warmer goods goods made of silk uh-huh. and i was like mm, there you go what's your fucking name and kind of like when a graffiti artist or i want to say like whoever starts writing like fucking dice one you know you kind of give yourself that nickname and you write it 50 times on a piece of paper before you get good at it uh-huh. similar similar thing at first i was like what if i just did silk and it's like doesn't hit uh-huh. and i was like silk cloud co it sounds like we're producing like this massive mm-hmm. like thing <laughs> and that's was, what you wanted no listen he's he's whittling oh. it down I mean, essentially that's what it was i wanted to sound bigger and better than we were for a 14 year old kid right and it's i want to say now i've like kept that goal and now i want to do so much more under it because the name it's a so-called company silk cloud company i've done silk cloud i've done silk i've done the silk cloud co but I haven't really hit the company part other than clothing. Mm. And so the idea of creating something out of nothing is creating different branches with the, under it. So mm. like for a podcast, Twitch, you mm-hmm. know, maybe multimedia under me. And yeah, so that's, that's us. So what, do you th- what, what do you think about that, Steve? I, uh, I think that we're hearing from a new standpoint right right we're hearing from a businessman that already has vertical intentions for his company right he, that's he that's thinks already... in vertical terms right yeah you know i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. so this is about this 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 right mm-hmm. you know and i think that in the way the world is and, and how things have come to be and especially with business and different things you can no longer be one dimensional it can no longer be about one thing right i think we yeah. all just learned a lesson that if you're invested in one thing that one mm-hmm. thing can be taken from you right yeah i think that uh one edge one education or one degree or one like i think that it leaves you that's an old way to think i think that you've got to mm-hmm. come it's kind of like mixed martial arts mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. these guys know how to stand up box fight wrestle jujitsu mm-hmm. And the game became advanced, and you had to either advance. So you can't go in there as an old school boxer anymore. You're gonna get fucking twisted up and knocked the fuck out. And I think that like a lot of this and some, and also from a creative standpoint, just time. He's thinking in much more broader terms. There's a lot more to it, and I think there needs to be a lot more to it. You know what? Also, I'm hearing. I'm also hearing um, somebody working with. a different perspective from their background. Like, I'm we're, I'm used to, I'm not in the clothing industry, but I'm used to talking to you and, like, your friends, right? You guys came up at a certain time and you guys are from a certain place. So the names that you guys are coming up with and the identities, you know, like, that kind of stuff is one way. And it's interesting because Isaac is, 
another generation. He's just another generation uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's in that world. And and he, uh, I gotta say, one of the mad things that I respect is he didn't try to like. He really, f- like, put his um, logo and name from something that he's really from. Like he didn't. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. didn't try to like. Yeah. Hang out with Dice One for a while and be right. like, "Yo, my shit's called White Fence, right, motherfucker." Or I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He was like, "I was studying the Silk Roads, mm-hmm. right?" And I was like, "Silk." And the part that I thought was genius, I'll be serious. I'm not fucking around. I ain't blowing smoke up anyone's ass. Is he goes, "It was real clean." Well, in the summertime, it was light. <laughs> cause it's hot mm. in the winter time it was a little heavier cause it's cold and he didn't add anything else to that right. it that's, was it. Just, that's it but yeah. clouds you. how you can see an elephant in the clouds it's genius how your mind automatically starts making things from nothing right that maybe somebody mm-hmm. else won't see that was that's great and and, and listen you know what else I got uh, what else I also hear in, in kind of what you kind of project out there was you have something to say mm-hmm. and share, and this is how I'm gonna share it. You're right? Like, you uh, you're like, I'm yeah. gonna go out this way, that way, like mm-hmm. podcast. Use it. So you already know that much, and I think, uh, you know, you're talking about presentation. I think something that is, I see us moving towards something that we've always needed. That there's been less and less and less of. As time goes by, I think that quality has gone down. I think that customer service has gone down, and I think that the experience has been lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the experience has been lost for a number of reasons. You know, through the computer, you versatile machining, less and less people you're interacting with, all these reasons. And I think that those those are things that I heard from you, kind of like about. <sighs> the box and the presentation mm-hmm. that's part of the experience yeah. i think there's less i think what people want and what people um are desiring more and more is an experience that they're th- these experiences are being less and less it's really fucking us up i think that there's a people are hungry for an experience human experiences mm-hmm. and i think uh presentation i think experience i think I think you need to bring those things to the table if you're going to create anything these days and, and 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 have people take a look at it and wash it around and and chew on it for a while and decide whether they like it or not. I think to get there, man, you've got to be you got to be offering it up different, man. There was a point yeah. in time where you could just print any fucking stupid shit on a shirt and <laughs> ship it to the fucking stores and they would just buy it. Right? I, and I now agree. that 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 shit and when they couldn't get a hold of you for a return or nothing they would just yeah. take it that's completely changed now yes but here's what i will say still mm. is you said something that like almost triggered me in like a really good way is that with experience you do you are able to notice the bullshit quick because like you're saying right now is like you're able to like you were able to print anything on a t-shirt and sell it correct now with my experience like i grew up in this industry and i don't think a lot of kids understand that Mm -hmm. is i kind of have like this like old mindset of like 
getting angry at these young brands because I do notice that bullshit quickly. And I do respect the culture enough where I like I pushed myself and the people I work with to be able to be like, no, like that's that won't sell. And I'm not selling that. And so that presentation, that overall like that mission statement that we got done like speaking about, like what you spoke on, too, is like it, it is deeper than clothing. It is deeper than like the package itself is deeper than a box. Uh-huh. It's it's literally your brand should be the overall unboxing of who you are. Uh-huh. It, it's it sounds very corny if you don't understand it. Uh-huh. But for someone like myself, it would be like it would be like a real musician hearing some like bullshit that some kid made for clout and just being like, nah, that's not it. You know, you know, what's interesting, Isaac, is that. um well, let me ask you this. Where do you see clothing going in the future? A lot more sustainable, for one. I want I want to see that. Um, in the terms of, like, just being, like, made better and mm-hmm. more equal, e- eco-friendly, for right. one. Right. That being said, I feel like it will go back in time a little bit. In like in a old like in a weird way because I feel like kids do want like the older stuff. On one hand, like the like the retro looking stuff, mm-hmm. but then I also feel like those two things I could I could see. You know what's weird is yeah I hear you talk about the retro and retro's like, I mean that's actually I mean we're really gonna stop jacking each other off and talking bullshit. Mm-hmm. The retro it's kind of been around for a long time. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like more than 10, 10 years. The yeah. like, it's been maybe since bell bottoms almost. It seems like, like everybody is always expecting some older yeah. thing to come back in. Right. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I see you saying something. No, no, I, I was just listening. Oh, okay. Yeah. You look like you're about to say something. So the thing is, 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 <clears throat> but I also re- look back at the fifties. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, fuck it. Let's look back at the fifties and what we're doing. And when you look back at the 50s, there was a strong contingent of trying to create a fashion and a design ethic that actually predicted the future. Mm -hmm. The opposite of retro. Spaceship fucking diners and all this weird shit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That when you look at it now, you're like, oh, isn't that quaint? That's what they thought. But I don't necessarily see that design element. And I don't see even young people necessarily. And I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to say anything about young. I'm talking about, I'm just saying like, the same push for future look mm-hmm. does not seem to be with us the way it was before. Mm-hmm. It's easy to go back to something that worked in the past and say, isn't that cool? It's hard to be like, you know what? This is what's going to be in the next 10 years. I'm making something new. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. No, I, I mean, you're absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, I think, <clears throat> I think uh, people see pictures of sometimes people draw a lot from a photo and they don't know the backstory behind it all right and i'm gonna make an example um like i'll see people try and reinvent um uh, a james dean look with his porsche 
James, hold on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah, that's a good look, right? Yeah, that's a good Or uh, Steve McQueen with that cafe motorcycle, and they want to replicate that look. What they do, though, what they lose sight of is that Steve McQueen was wearing and driving all the newest shit. Right. So was James Dean. Right. So if you were to look at right now, who's the biggest fucking guy, whatever, fucking big heartthrob, is <laughs> driving like the newest fucking Porsche. That was what that was then. Right. He, it, it wasn't like James Dean went back 20 years to find some really cool smoking jacket. <laughs> and like, I want this one Porsche that's like this fucking old... <laughs> No, that was the most newest, fastest Porsche, the 550 Spider that you could get, and he had the money to get it. Right, it was like he, it was like James Dean having like the newest Tesla. Exactly, that's yeah. exactly what was going on. He had a brand new Porsche. He wasn't trying to recreate something. No, so I think that when you see it, when the people that are trying to recreate it are trying to recreate it from a position that they really didn't understand anyways. So it's like, those dudes weren't trying to pull us back into a certain time. They were moving right. at the at the hottest, newest shit. They wanted right. even new gadgets. You get what I'm saying? I do. So people, but they 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 want to mimic and bring that in a different way. Those dudes weren't thinking like that. Right. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. So I think that, and I just say that to keep things in context right. with, with what we're well, this is why I'm saying, like, I look at today now, and I'm not, like, against necessarily nostalgia. I'm not against mm. it. But I'm also like, man, is it all pervasive now? Let mm. me just say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me, I'm going to yeah, put yeah. this in one more Do term it. that maybe you guys will, will get. <clears throat> you get into the, you get into the, to the, the, the 40s and, and the 50s with these very large lapels are starting to get big even like the zoot zooters were extended they were very big and when you watch some of those movies they're like big, big. and then all of a sudden in like 60 the ties and the lapels and even the brims on hats go skinny right right they went skinny right now somebody made that decision it right. happened in europe okay they said came from the show they, somebody made that turn, and I remember, um, and, and you got to think, all the guys that were like 30, 40 that were wearing all these, when they saw those, they were like, look at these clowns, look at that. You know, they, they thought it looked stupid. But you see, there was people like a Frank Sinatra who was willing to like step out. When those guys were wearing all that stuff, they were being looked at sideways. Right. But they were bringing a new style. You get what I'm saying? I do. So... I'm just trying to mimic that now. Like, what's mm. that look like now? Right, so what's the new style now? And I think it's great to go back. Yeah. Nobody's doing anything different by going back 20 years. That's We've right. been going back 20 years the whole time. Now, can I ask you personally a question? Because yes, you've been in, uh, you've been in the industry for my whole life. Mm -hmm. Do you do you think it's corny when like some brands try to do that? Like, like I want to say like 80s or 90s look. But they're not from that era. Like, are you able to spot it? And you're like, no. Nah, of course, yeah, yeah. Oh, right away. Yeah. You can't. Things are moving so quickly that you really can't replicate that now, unless right. you were there. And right. even if they replicate it right and they make right. the clothing right, they've got it yeah. worn wrong. 
Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Like they, they, you would have to really know it. You get what I'm saying? Well, so this is what I'm saying. So, 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 and that's where I feel like maybe some of those brands, mm-hmm. if they're around or still have the capability, should be the ones doing it. Also, when we when we say, I, I was thinking about this. Like when we say going back, like I could just be thinking of the wrong time period because we could go back even further. And that just could be something. Like, I mean, dude, I, you're right. It's arbitrary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How far back you go? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you. I mean, you could, if you want to go, say, "I'm gonna go back to K-Man days and walk around like a fucking club and be like, that's dope shit. Remember that? That's Remember that classic club? That Givenchy look? Yeah. Yeah, brother. But, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. In this this business, yeah. And I don't know. You may you may turn out to be one of these people. You may already have this thing about you, but. There is something that I learned in this business, <clears throat> and that is that there's people that there's people that are just on trend. Mm-hmm. They don't huh. think about it, right? They don't try. You can't learn trend. Yeah. It's either a subconscious thing that's constantly working, and you see it, or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I've ran into people, and we've had long talks. And when you kind of read somebody that gets it, you can tell by the way they're dressed and how they talk. They they're just on trend. They don't mm-hmm. have to really try hard. They know what the next hot thing is. That's how I am, bro. I just I just I just can feel it. I can see it ahead of time. And it's it's more about there's this constant clock going off. There's this constant thing in my head. It's a wheel going on in my head. And whatever it is that comes into my idea in my head that I have that I haven't seen for a while, mm. it's due. Right. If I haven't seen it for oh, it's due. I, I just automatically know down vests are about to be hot again. Mm-hmm. About a year ago, about a year ago, overalls started bubbling. The overalls are up to get hot again. Uh, raw denim, hard raw. Indigos and Japanese denim. Yeah. That shit's been gone long enough. Like I can tell you right now that the NWA, Dickies, Heart, like that's coming back. Mm. It's a matter of how it's gonna get there's different things you can tell. Corduroy shorts are coming back right now. Yeah. Like OPs. Well, some people say that it's it's actually a reflection of the way the mindset of America has been designed and controlled now. Some people actually say that the concept of this going back thing mm-hmm. uh, has more to do with what's been going on in education and universities. And what they're saying is is that at the 60s, when you had MLK and you had uh, a revolt against the American War in Vietnam that actually toppled it, right? Mm-hmm. The powers that be got together and said, Number one, kids at university are learning way too much liberal shit. Mm -hmm. Number two, they got way too much time to sit around and complain about shit. Mm. Number three, they got way too much time to think about what kind of world they want in the future. Mm. And they're making demands. And they're causing us a lot of problems. And we wanted to finish this war in Vietnam and we couldn't do it because the youth vote and the youth got together so much that they fucking set the world on fire. Right. And we can't have MLK and African Americans working with them. We can't have that. Mm. And we can't have Malcolm X and all the other ones working with them. We can't have that because they're going to shut everything down. And we might become a communist nation or something. So, and we can't have Bobby Kennedy and Robert Kennedy. You know? Can't have Robert yeah. Kennedy. And you certainly can't have JFK who's willing to talk to the Russians and shut it down. 
mm-hmm. when you got Warhawks who are telling them like, no, we got to go this fucking DEFCON 1, mm-hmm. sucker. Mm-hmm. We can't be talking about We squashing nothing. Right. right. So if you look at that, it was a massive amount. So what people say is what happens is, Reagan and also the shit, what happens is is the universities start becoming more expensive. Mm-hmm. Wages get stagnant. Mm-hmm. So like 15 bucks an hour ain't going to cut it for anybody. Right. Okay. And um, all of the messages we start to get at a, at a kind of a, a higher level are all about like we got to get back to conservative things, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. part of it mm-hmm. is also n- turning off the possibility of thinking about a different future through fashion. In the fifties, uh, they were what they, what I've read. Some theorists say is like, "Hey, man! In the fifties, the 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 conservative guys were rocket scientists, and they were promoting like efficiencies in you know Disney, like Epcot Center, and right. go to the future, and wouldn't it be so cool." That at that point in time, they were naive. They thought like this property system that we've got here is going to remain the same. Then when the 60s hit and everyone starts doing drugs and O'Leary's telling everyone to drop ass and drop out and all this weird <laughs> right, shit, right. right? That's when they realize, holy shit. Like, you can't just open the door to the future to everybody like that. You got to shut it down. You can't let them plan and think and dream and, and what will we wear and all. So, that fashion, television, movie sequels, all that shit, the reason why we're seeing such a rehash of the past now is because we're still operating under control mm. of lack of thinking <clears throat> about the future so that we can't fuck it up. Okay. Can, go ahead. Be okay because when I'm hearing him tell me that stuff and these because we have, we talk a lot about these remakes of these TV shows. I thought that the constant going back for the clothing, the constant going back to old TV shows and remakes and movies was lack of creativity and it is mm. and it is oh man yes bro yes because you're not being allowed to think that's right hmm. that's fucking right and part of it i don't know why that excites me <laughs> part of it is the lack of creativity is we're putting decision makers in place that are trying to recreate the success instead of mm. thinking about what's possible fucking and that sounds like some safe shit Right. That's it. The fuck that safe shit, man. God damn, man. For safe shit is the following shit. That's I ain't gonna. I'm gonna stay right behind and yeah. I'll knock off everything because I see it's safe for them. I'm gonna follow them. That's I'm not exactly. gonna get out on my own on anything. Right. Right. And that's uh the most dangerous way to live is like that. I think. No, I agree. And I think that's what my the younger generation I'm seeing a lot of. Which, it, I mean, I'm seeing some of it is. It's very exciting is like these kids that are being so vocal. Yeah. Especially right now with with everything and I don't need to speak on what everything really is. Why not? Fuck it, Isaac. Don't be scared. I mean, I mean you, you know what it is is like the the cop killing. It's a fucking right. political movement. Right. Yeah. Hey, fuck the fucking cops, man. That's what we say on this show. Fuck all yeah. cops. Yeah, but fuck, I mean, fuck cops except for the one that pulled me over this week who was like the home, the homie, right? And you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> okay. But that except one, for that one in San Diego, fuck that, them all. Fuck that. Fuck everyone else except for the one guy. No, 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 no. No, yeah. listen, no listen. but I know exactly what you're saying. No, and George Floyd, right? Yeah, that's a real sense. fucking situation that, that really happened in this country. I feel that shit deep in my soul, man. It it makes me sick every single time I think about it. Right. Yeah, and because, it should. Yeah, and then that yeah. means you're you're that means you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And 
to even go deeper into that is yeah. like there's so many fucking people that deny like it, there's an issue, right? And Fuck that. Are they denying that there's racism? Yeah, and I've had my own people in my own family deny fucking white privilege. <sighs> oh my god, how do you deal with that, bro? How do you? Uh, how, I mean, honestly, it, it, and, like, don't, avoid, you don't, have, you don't yeah. have to say who. No, but just like explain to me how do you deal? Read it, read it and laugh. I just avoid because I don't. To to be fair, I didn't bring it up with that that said person. I just mm-hmm. read it, laughed, and was kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, that's your thought, your family. Um, but if they were like really up in my face about it one on one, I think that'd be a bigger issue. You uh-huh. know what, bro? I'm gonna tell you something, uh, Isaac and fucking Lucky. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, man. And and it kind of came out on the last show with with Pod. I have mm-hmm. respect for those dudes. I'm not trying to talk smack about anything. But there's this ethic in the United States right now. This concept of like, hey, we need to all like talk to each other, and work to- together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know what that was about. And and I'm I'm at the because we're American, we need to work together. I'm like, you know what? (sighs) Actually, right. And I was trying to, in a very tactful way, be like, no, we need to shut some shit down. down. Honestly, yeah, honestly. And I think that that is rooted deeper in how our society was built a long ass fucking time ago. Is like, oh, like we're all like created equal, right? Like that's that bullshit. Uh-huh. And like that's that whole mindset of like same thing like dude I grew up Christian but also there's a lot of shit in that Christian church that I would be like yo you still believe in that huh. right right and like that is what fucks with me and has fucked with me since I was ten years old bro huh. wait 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 let's go back to this because you know what I have things like that too yeah. where it's like I knew at like a very young age I'll tell yeah. you one right now. Huh. Pledge of Allegiance. Right. You knew it was full of shit. In the <laughs> Fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And they're like, you got to stand up and say this shit, right? There was two things that bothered mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Number one was, wait a minute. I'm an American. You're not supposed to be making me do jack shit like mm-hmm. that. Pledge of Allegiance. And God. Yeah. And that right. was the other one. Yeah. And hey, I thought this was like, uh, we don't respect any religion in this country because we want everyone to feel equal. Yet, Facts. how are we saying under God? Indivisible. Fuck that. Yeah. I knew that was wrong. Yeah. Right. All right. I knew that didn't fit with what they were it, telling it me. It didn't United align States. with you inside right then. I, I, but because of what they told me the United States was. Right. Because they pitched you on a doctrine and then it was a fucking. I'll, when fifth grade, Mrs. Campbell, I was talking shit Mrs. about. Ron- yeah. Talking shit about Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Just Ooh. And I was calling him Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And she yelled at me and said, he's the president of the United States. You need to call him Mr. Reagan. Oh, fuck you, bitch. Yo, Mrs. Campbell. Where yeah. you at? Yeah, yeah. Miss Campbell, eat a clear. dick. Yeah, eat an elephant dick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yo, right. So what was the 10, when you were 10, yeah. Isaac, what was it? Well, for one, it was the whole tattoos. Like, you couldn't have tattoos. What? Like, because the in the Bible, it says, like, the body is a temple, right? Mm-hmm. And you couldn't have tattoos because you're, like, destroying the temple. And I what? was like, I was like, hold up, my dad's got tattoos. Is he going to hell? Right. And right. then I was like, wait, everyone's got Tattoos? Are we all going to hell? Wait a second, wait a second, because maybe I'm a little fucked up. Okay. Let me understand something. Yes. Temples. Don't they paint temples? Mm. Uh, Yeah. It, it's more of like... <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> hey, aren't you decorating a temple? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, we do. And isn't that honoring the temple? Oh, yes, it is. So how come when I decorate the temple my body, that's somehow fucked up? With people, people get religious it. shit tattooed. Right. Right. And with... 
if that theory is true, then your religious tattoos are sending you to hell. Right. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Didn't we- or, or if it really holds that much weight, then the religious tattoo is protecting Dude, you on the skin. It's sacred. P.O.D., mm-hmm. Christian ban. Right. all right. going to hell. Right. Right. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah, supposedly. So, right? Supposedly. Listen, that's a hard look. Another- Exclusive P.O.D. is going to hell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you weren't you buying were, all this I wasn't buying that I wasn't buying like the If you're gay You can't go into hell Or you can't right. go into hell. This heaven. shit ain't aligning with you inside, Yeah and, right? But Deeper Like I'm still Christian to, to this day Just because I I do believe that There's a God And like I put in a lot of my faith In You know Into it Yeah And so like It makes sense to me For me to like Deny religion Would you know At this point Like It'd be kind of weird I got it tattooed mm-hmm. um, Right But you know, so that just didn't align with me. Also, I I like what you said about the flag thing, because I had kids at my Christian school who weren't Christian saying, okay, first off, yeah, that doesn't make sense, right? Right. But they were saying, like, under God, and I was like, you're kind of force-feeding it down their throat. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my daughter was just telling me how she was do- teaching a substitute class, mm-hmm. and somehow the teacher befi- before her had to tell her, all right, this is what we got, and this is where we left off with the kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she had to do, Juman, was each kid had to tell uh, how either a fireman or a police officer, uh, which one they liked and why they served the community and what they did to serve the community. And so she tells me, yeah, like, Everybody picked firemen except this one kid. <laughs> she goes, this one kid picked the police. Fucker. And she goes, so I have to smile and entertain this kid telling me how the police officer serves the public. And Sophia's like, and I had to smile. And his parents, and it's on Zoom, and the parents are, and he goes, and she looks at me and she goes, such fucking bullshit, man. They don't fucking serve the community. They go out and shoot people. You know, she's yeah. like trying to say what it is. Hey, and I'm man. like, so she was pissed, right? And she goes, such a fucking lie. And I go, well, they put a bunch of lies in our school. And I go, the, the, and, I, and then I said, um, yeah, that one. And she goes, yeah, like, how the fuck are you going to tell somebody they're which God or that they need it? And I'm like, it's crazy. And she goes, yeah, hey, just, man, she me, was pissed. Let me ask you a question. Mm. You just bring that up. There was a time where you were like, fuck the police, right? But everyone was like, yeah, because you're fucking, you went to jail and you're a bad dude, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people didn't necessarily. Yeah, they thought I liked NWA. Right. right. But then at a certain point, though, it became clear to everybody that like, oh, yeah, they really are crooked sons of bitches. How does it feel for you now to have people starting to wake up like regular Joe Schmo? I mean, a lot of dudes you ran with understood the real deal about cops, but like Joe America didn't. Now I, they do. Uh, I don't even watch these videos mm-hmm. because, for one, I don't want to entertain the juju of putting that into my consciousness. Right. But for two, it, this is nothing new, bro. Right. For you, it's nothing new. Shooting a motherfucker that has his hands down, yeah. whether he's a kid or a woman or no matter age, yeah. a cop, yeah. that's nothing new. Babies, man. Beatings, getting pulled mm-hmm. out of cars, having your shit stolen. Like... This is nothing new. All the claims that they, I've been robbed by police officers, beat up by police officers, lied to by detectives. Like, right. I've watched them lie in court. You right. know, like, I know these motherfuckers are full of shit. Yeah. It's, dude, they fucking killed my brother when I was fucking, fucking 10 years old. My brother was fucking 21. They killed him. <sighs> I said, fuck the cops from the gate. And right. so, 
Uh, it's the same thing as me talking about gentrification 25 years ago on the West Side. Right. And now nobody was hearing anything about it. They right. They care about it. They cared about it. Everything else except what, with the gentrification on the West Side. Right. Now, yeah. what's the biggest topic? It's gentrification. Right. Because now people are experiencing it. So I really can't get mad. It's like the public's going to get it when they get it. Yeah. But um, it just, again, solidifies that, you know, if I'm seeing it, if I'm getting a clear view of it, this is something that's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When the rest of the people are going to it's been like that with Estevan's photos. It's been that way with cartoon shit. It's been that way with clothes. It's been like all this shit. We're pushing an understanding. To me, in this experience that I'm having, yeah. at 50 years old, even at 45, I started seeing all these things telling me, you were really right and that you've been right. And a couple people around you, right? But the, the the world is following far behind. What is that's that? the message I've gotten, Isaac? When you hear yes. that, right? Yeah. What does that make you think of? That's an interesting. That's an interesting. No. You're talking. You're listening to a guy who I, I've you, always. Think? I think. I, well, first off, thank you for asking that question because it's something that I've never really had the opportunity to speak about with my peers. Mm. And thank you for answering it honestly because. For me, like, I think, I mean, I haven't looked at it from that perspective. It's like, there there has always been in that, there has always been people like you, you know, who's like, yo, fuck cops from the, from the get-go. And I, I remember, like, NWA, like, you know, the fuck the police shit. And I was like, oh, this is fun, right? Because I, right. I, I didn't understand it. Right. And now it's kind of like, okay, like, you get... We got like one killing from a cop. I'm like, yo, that's fucked up. You right. Got, you got another one. I'm like, hmm. Mm. Then we get more, and I get older. Right. And then I, I go, wait, what the fuck is actually happening? Right. right. And then I'm like, okay, like, yeah, let's bump that. Like, let's bump MDW, uh, NWA. You know. Yeah. Like it all makes sense, man. And it is truly disgusting, and it it's actually like. It's embarrassing. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I have friends who won't even come to the States, man, who are like, 
Like, yo, like, I don't want to come to the States because, like, you guys got Donald Trump and you got fucking the police. <laughs> right. right. He's, like, the biggest embarrassment to us. Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, like what we could summarize from, like, both of us saying this is, like, there's an overall issue with that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I really do, like, appreciate you answering that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, um... You know, I want to say right now, I think it's very obvious to me and Chumahan, mm-hmm. just from the way you talk and what you're talking about, that you, you're you invested in in what's happening in the world, you know? Right. And you have a position yeah. in the world, a position that that we probably stand on all of us on the same side mm-hmm. of on a lot of terms. And <clears throat> you're 26 or 20? No, I'm, I'm 23. 24. I'll be 24, 24 in September. You know, man, it's... <clears throat> It's you got to remember something, dude. This is all. This is yes. This is about your conceiving and what you're seeing and your belief systems. Yep. But there's a piece of this thing that's just as big, and it's also about the way you've been raised. Yep. Because there's other young people that are seeing all these cop killings, mm-hmm. but the way they were raised and what they're being told is that these people deserve it. Yeah. They're wrong. So it never dawns on them that the cops ain't doing their job, right? Mm-hmm. Cops do exactly what they're supposed to. It's it's so I attribute that to like. Who your dad is, mm-hmm. and and where where they're thinking and what their belief systems are, because because I kind of know who your dad is, you know, in mm-hmm. those respects. And it's like it's, know, it's, it's nice. I'm just saying, it's really good to sit down and hear his perspective. Just like when I sit down with my daughter, right. she's mm-hmm. really, really, really hurt with what's going on in this country. Listen, let me tell you, you something. Know? Let me tell you something. This. And this is something that I, I like that we all need to be reminded of. Mm. And that is, you know, you know how you can go to court and you know how when the rules are followed in a criminal case, you know, the burden of proof is beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm. And that's a high burden actually. It really is. When you all the other cases. And you know how like there's a amendment there's a fourth amendment and there's no illegal searches and seizures. And if they get something that's evidence, but they didn't have a warrant for it. It has to be thrown out. It right? can be thrown out, right? <clears throat> and and I think this is something that we all need to be reminded of is that it was the founding fathers who didn't trust the police. Mm. Well, that's why those laws were written, right? Yeah. So it was George Washington that didn't trust the police. Yo, George said fuck the police before, yeah. before everybody else. Right. Right. You wouldn't put those in if there wasn't distrust, right? You wouldn't put those in. It wasn't even just distrust. It w- you wouldn't put those in if you didn't know for sure that those powers were abused. Oh, that's a real interesting statement you just put in that you just said. I never even thought about that. Well, remember, like, even the soldiers were, like, going into people's houses and just, like, staying there? Yeah, quartering. Quartering. That's right. And that was, like, a big issue. And the whole it, it just, time. Wait, wait. Before you go on that. Just so that you understand quartering, all right? And now I want you guys to really understand just how radical the United States was when they said, no, 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 no. You can't force your fucking cops or soldiers to stay at a citizen's house anymore, okay? That's a myth. Understand this. In Europe, the kings, the queens, Europe, Rome, ancient Rome, right? That's who made the kings and queens, okay? Mm -hmm. That was normal. It was not an abnormal thing that a soldier could come to your town and you had to put him up and you had to feed that motherfucker. Wow. That was just part of the deal. So that we so that we don't come back and just burn all your shit down. And all the sheep you like to fuck, we're going to kill them. 
Mm. I get so when they came to the United States and they said, you know what, you can't do that anymore. That was radical. That distrust came from somewhere, and that's something that we're seeing again is distrust coming from somewhere, and the people, I would say most people, fighting back, and and like you know, it's 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 said a lot, but history does repeat itself. It does in certain ways. In certain ways, yeah. No, no, and no, obviously, no. it's not in, it's not as intense, but it is. No, it's an it's an, a really important theoretical point that you're making. Like it's a super one, man. It's one that if you don't, if you're not able to think about these things really and act upon them, you're you're doomed mm -hmm. to being trapped by information that's not correct. Mm. So, mm. like when you say like history repeats itself, it does. You see it in certain ways, like. Like when Julius Caesar attacks Rome and he gets killed, but then his nephew, Octavius Caesar, becomes the emperor. It's a repetition. It's, a, it's an indication. When you see doubles like that, mm -hmm. it's an indication that something's changed. Something big has changed. They've, the forces that be have tried to shut it down for a minute, and then it just came back twice as strong. That's mm. what that is. Okay. So if we're yeah. thinking about it in terms of the police and these police powers, you got to also understand that there was okay. So the, the 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 Constitution and the amendments were put in to like curb state power, police mm. powers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then at some point, and this happens, the the people that want to be corrupt and and push these powers around. Mm -hmm. They work on the fears of other people and they start saying like, hey, man, I mean, that guy got off and we all know he did it. You know, mm -hmm. all that kind of shit. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what causes regular people to relax a little bit because they're like, yeah, you know, that's not fair. Like that person should have justice isn't being served. They start to take their their eyes off the people and they start to relax their grip on power. And that's when the corrupt police officials and or state officials start to whittle away the rights. Mm -hmm. And they don't do it. It's never done in one big coup. Mm. It's done in little pieces. And when that's I was kind of how they pitch the third strike thing, just oh, like that. It's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And so then, when you see it coming down in these little pieces, right, like a frog in the boiling water story, all that bullshit, as you see it coming down in the United States, you had the Warren Court. Okay, the Warren Commission thing. Warren Court. Mm -hmm. There was a Warren Commission. He mm -hmm. investigated. He was a Supreme Court justice that was taken. Think about how heavy this is. Supreme Court justice of the United States was taken off that to do a private, special, not private, public investigation of the assassination. Mm. Okay. I mean, think about today, right? Think, imagine a Supreme Court justice, Roberts, Sotomayor, somebody like that, mm -hmm. being called off the bench for a stint to do a federal investigation of the assassination of a president. Mm. Think about how wild that is. Wow. That's a pretty, that's pandemic level like, whoa, that's weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the Warren, the Warren court was very liberal. They were the ones that started expanding the rights for African Americans, the busing. And mm -hmm. They were the ones that started really reaching into like Fourth Amendment, fruit of the poisonous tree, and looking at all the various permutations of that and upholding like, hey, that shit's got to go out. I'm sorry, you can't X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. Once 
the balance of power on that court started to go back towards conservative. Then the court started eating away at that. And in law school, I, you can see it. Mm. You can see the decisions coming down. Like, for instance, you have these weird rules where it's like the police at one point were using high-powered fucking uh, telescopic of photographs Mm -hmm. to look inside people's houses, right? Right. And catch them counting dope or something, right? Right. Okay. And you start getting these weird rules where if the curtains are closed, (laughs) then they can't see anything. Then then that's it. Or if you're using a high-powered thing and you're so far away that from the naked eye you wouldn't be able to see it, you can't use it. Right, because you don't have a warrant. Otherwise, okay, so you'd have those kind of rules, which are like keeping those people out. Then, when the more conservative stuff starts happening, you start to see a different type of rule. And one of the rules that they allowed in was heat vision. Think about that. So, super telescopic lens that the cops are trying to use to try to see into somebody's house for criminal activity they don't have a warrant for, that got thrown out. But if you got a helicopter and you're flying over houses and you got heat signatures and you're starting to see a level of heat that's suggestive of a grove situation, you're growing plants or whatever, that would stay in. Mm. And you and you don't need a warrant for that. But you wouldn't be able to see that from the naked eye. Uh. But so you start to see how the balance of what the courts made up of can twist the rules around and allow things to go in that logically from the prior court's decisions mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Right. So you start seeing that in the United States. Fuck. Yeah. So it, the, the, it, the integrity is being compromised more and more and more and more. And we got and that's where we got to today. So 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 the people. Right. The average Joe or Joanne mm-hmm. fabrics. That person. They are. They think of themselves as untouched by the police, mm. and they don't. It's not. It's not their thing. So they relax their like purview. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until. Huh? So I didn't even put that. Yeah, the, uh, Bobby always comes in and does bi- yeah, baseball yeah, yeah, signs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't play baseball. Come on, Bobby, sit down. We're sitting. Could, we have a just great. Threw up a fastball. Great yeah, yeah he's trying to tell uh, us to still. Like, we have a great talk. Still second. Class. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, we do pretty good kid. This kid is well, it's a genius. Yeah, it's a great yeah. kid, man. Hopefully, you're learning. Cares something about what's fucking guy. happening in this world. I'll tell you that. Shout out community college. Hey, Shout out community dude. college is hey. right. That's Shout right. out Twitter. Hey. Yeah. Shout out Google. Yeah. Shout out no, no girls. Google. Uh, man, whatever. But the point of the matter is, so that's what I'm laying out. So when you're saying all this stuff, mm-hmm. we're in a phase now where we're probably going to push back against the police powers now that we've yeah. seen everything that's gone on. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, is 10, 15 years goes by like that, and then the corrupt motherfuckers will start trying to whittle it Ease back. Ease their up. way in. Yeah. But can't we get some of those corrupt motherfuckers out nah. over that 15 years? No. Or they got to stay there? I don't know. Part they, of the deal. No, I think it's part of the human condition. <sighs> right. Right. I think mm-hmm. that the human that. experience is such that there's always failures. Of course. And that two-thirds of the planet's going to be idiots. I mean. That's just part of the human experience. How you navigate through there is your life. Right. All right. I mean, I agree with you. I feel like, dude, I was just talking to Steve about this. And I'm curious to see what you think about it, Isaac. You know, a lot of times control is asserted on us by us feeling that we need to placate those around us because we want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. But if you were to really go like with your 10-year-old self or whatever those different feelings yeah. you were talking about, you might not be liked by a lot of people. 
Yes. But you're honest with yourself. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think about that a lot, especially like running my business. Right. Like you guys have this like this platform and a platform that I think a lot of people do have. But a lot of people are like scared to like really get into it. You know? Right. Because you're scared to be open and like take off this like shield that we have on ourselves. I totally agree. You that know, was pretty good. Wait, pretty good. the platform, but we're afraid to take. He's no, no, I'm, no, I, no, I said you guys have the platform, but there's a lot, and there's, I would say, the majority of people don't have that. No, no, no. Yeah. Dude, listen, Isaac's making a great point. What he's saying is, is like, there's a lot of podcast people who are having safe, boring conversations. Yep. Well, we say that all the time. Yeah. I know, but yeah. he's yeah. saying it too. Yeah, it's true. You're, you're absolutely yeah. right. And it's crazy because when you go to these dumbass <laughs> business seminars, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, if you go to like a business seminar, like the first thing they try to tell you is like. You got to set yourself apart. You got to figure out how you're you. Yeah. Dude, I just sat in a meeting like that last week, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I thought I was already <laughs> Right. Isn't that why we're having yeah. this meeting? Right. I thought my name was Steve. Yeah, right? like, what the fuck? I um, set myself apart. Dude, we're having this meeting because it's about me. Well, right. I think, too, I think, too, man, like, me and Chumahan talk about what the things that we'd like to do with this podcast and some of the things we'd like to like, I think getting, you know, I'll use your term directly and getting people mobile, getting Mm -hmm. people mobilized. Like, I think that as we grow this thing, me and Chumam would, you know what we'd like to do more than anything? Have all our listeners and all our people in Southern California just not go to Starbucks for one day. Oh, Everybody fucking don't go to Starbucks. Spend no money. And so we got Starbucks squeezed out going, all right, well, listen, what do you want us to do? How can we help? Right. You know what I'm saying? Listen, nobody go buy X or nobody go on to such and such a day. Mm. How about if nobody uses Google today? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to start mobilizing. Like, what if everybody, what if everybody in LA said, you know what, ma'am? We're not fucking buying a Dodger ticket. So you bring down these prices on Dodger tickets. Fuck or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just didn't go. I'm talking about black, white, Mexican, everybody. And if only Damn. fucking 500 people showed up at Dodger Stadium, oh, they, I w- bet you they'd be like, you know what? We're lowering our prices. Our hot dog. We're having family day where you get a free <laughs> hat. We're lowering our price. Right? <laughs> so I, I uh, and then bigger things than just that. Mm-hmm. I would right, like to do bigger things than right. that. But I think that I would love to start. I think what I want, Chumahan said this. And I had it posted yesterday. Governments, people should never fear their governments. Governments should fear their people. Right. Okay? Yep. Chumahan has said this over and over again. He goes, we are the stockholders, right? Yes. Of the United States, the citizen. We own this country. And I think people have lost sight of it, don't understand or believe that they are. And it's like, I want to like somehow show people that we really are the ones with the power. It's not. If we decide we don't want something as a as a race of people in the United States, mm-hmm. we could stop it. We could stop anything if everybody mobilized and really stuck no. to it. Well, we saw that already a little bit with like remember like the AMC, the GameStop shares. Yeah, oh, sure, that's sure. right. Like we're already seeing that, right? And we're seeing our, like the riots. Okay, on yeah. like another extreme is like we're already seeing he's dipping. 
Wait, wait, wait. It's a very special uh, hard luck show. What do you want to say to your dad now that you oh. have him? <laughs> oh, he's going to say it once he goes to the door. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. I <laughs> Yo. This is my first time seeing him in 10 years. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's been gone. <laughs> he was getting milk and a pack of cigarettes. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'll be right back. Son. Yeah. Yo. Came back and I was 24. <laughs> right. Yo, dad. All of a sudden, Silk Cloud took off, and now I see him. And you know what? You know what I want to tell you is that when we were just talking about this. We're walking today, and we were talking about Gandhi. Yeah, yeah. And he was breaking down to me how Gandhi he had his own people stop buying any clothing from the English. Mm. Right? Yeah. Was that it? Yeah, home, home, home woven uh, clothes, and had everybody go home and make their own clothes, and they did, and they did it, and, and they then put the, those motherfuckers out of business, out of business. And what else did he do? The salt companies, right? The right. salt mines, right? Owned all this shit, power. In and he went and he told everybody go to the ocean and start making. And your they own did salt. a massive march. I'm talking like it's India level march. Millions, shit. millions marching to the ocean to make their own salt. Dude, he liberated his own country without lifting. They didn't have any violence. Which is, I, I think it's like scary that like anyone could do shit like that. And I think it's a fucking the most greatest shit ever. No, I think it's fucking phenomenal because yeah. it's scary, but it's also yeah. hella exciting. You know what? I You know, I know something that strikes me exact same way. That if there's a fucking revolution in the streets, mm -hmm. I'm going to go out and fucking try and fucking take care of business. And if I yeah. die in the streets, I don't really care about all this material shit that much. Yeah. Hey, hey, if just, the shit's coming down, bro, I'm not going to try and take my money and my and go run and hide and <laughs> hold my shit. Like, and that's and to me, that that really is the most makes me sick, dog. Like, I'm ready to put my shit on the line. Mm hmm. And do this, bro. And if it goes that way, and I think that people are scared of that. Yeah. Hey, listen. I think that's a thought that, like, there's people going, what are you fucking, <laughs> we should get along, we should talk about this. We gotta get along. Man, fuck that. I'm like, man, fuck that shit, man. Like, we gotta set over. this motherfucker off and we're all going down burning up. Heads. Well, then that's what's up. That's how we're gonna go out. But <laughs> hey, Isaac, I'd rather die for I, something no. than stand for nothing. <laughs> hey, Isaac, and I'm for that. But I also think it's funny that this is the second day and it must be something in the air in, in this building or something that like at some point Steve's like, blood in the streets, man. I'm ready to fucking die. Heads are gonna roll. Uh yeah, that's 100% this energy in the building. Right? <laughs> hey, Bobby, hey, Steve, Bob, Steve. we're going to wrap it up this podcast no, right no, now. No. Man, we've had the best time. No, Steve, Steve's, all, Steve's back to we got to die in the streets. Where he's ready. Blood we're in the streets. Blood oh, in the streets. A, ain't nothing going to change hey, unless some I, I, listen, I'm joking, but I do. I support exactly what you're saying. Time yeah. for compromise is over. Peace, love, positivity, yeah. blood in the streets. Yeah, you yeah, know what? We tried. Dude, I was sick. I was telling. nice way. Hey, during the when the race shit started popping off mm -hmm. i was telling people i was like you know we tried to allow racists to be like okay you want to be racist just don't don't just be pc like go have your little race meetings and do your little thing but don't fuck around and they couldn't do it nah they had to get involved with the cops they had to get involved with trying to overthrow the government mm -hmm. well yeah. even like right after the shooting of like that 16 year old girl yeah I was already seeing people like post like Blue Lives Matter, like protect the cops. I'm like, bitch, like hold your tongue for a fucking second. Right. Too have soon. Have some respect. Right. And it's like, you can't have like 
you can't try to fight for something, but also like not let the other party like have their moment. You know? Yeah, and you know what, man? And this is what I was trying to say to POD. You know, I don't. I'm not the most articulate guy, but I was trying to say like, you know what? There's yeah, a. You are. I know. Yeah, I know. I just like to throw that out there and make it look like I'm humble. <laughs> not I'm not that humble, room. really. Good try. Bro. Thank you. But the point of the matter is, is that there are some issues that there's not a left and a right to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whether or not. You know, you think uh, someone deserves due process when they get arrested. They don't just yeah. get killed. That's not a left or a right issue. That's a humanitarian issue. That's written. Right. Just written. You know, like, uh, real quick, like, last thing I'll say is, like, I read somewhere, like, cops don't have the right to, like, be killing people. Like They you don't. don't. You don't have the right to end someone's life for no reason until, like, yeah, it's proven guilty, you know? Right. Like everyone has the same rights, it's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. And 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 not only does everyone and the rights that the cops who kill yeah. somebody, like a George Floyd, yeah. the rights that they want to protect them from prosecution, they don't want to afford to the person they killed. That's facts. Yeah, and like even like that. Uh, what's his name? Like the guy that Derek, whatever. The, the white cop that killed oh Chauvin or Chauvin yeah. or whatever the yeah, fuck that his guy. last name is yeah. like people you know he got his he got what he deserved right uh, he didn't get first degree but like at least he got something right and like you could just see like the shock in his face like his white privilege card was like rejected and you know what man there was some people that got arrested from the Capitol riots yeah and when the cops were arresting them in the airport, they were yelling. Oh, yeah. I heard, Did you see I, that? I saw that, and I, I was like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we're on your side, man. We were we stood up for you. You're supposed to not arrest us. And it's like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, that's not how the law works. No, it's not. But also, like, you know, like, we got them talking about it. Like, the law is like, what is the law now? Well, well, the law is what the people decide it's going to be. Yeah. And we can't. Five, four. This is what I'm saying. We cannot. We we cannot turn over our responsibility and our country over to the hateful people who are ruining this country. Mm-hmm. They're ruining the country. They're not the patriots. No. The real people who love this country are the people who believe that everybody is presumed innocent. That's why, let me tell you something, even though from video evidence, and even though it made me sick, there was some of my friends were like, what do we need a trial for? Like, he's Mm. guilty. Derek Chauvin's guilty. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. That's not the point. The point is, is... As much as I hate that fucker, like, you still gotta give him the fair trial. Give him the fair trial because that's what this country's about. That's the American way. Yeah. Right? And And he fucked up because he didn't allow George Floyd to have a fair trial. Yeah. Right? That's the fuck up. And you don't. And so it's up to guys like you, people that you know, uh, to and myself to uphold what this country just going back to your brand. Mm-hmm. Right. You were saying like, look, man, there's two things that really occurred to me when you were talking about it. One is Silk Cloud. You were saying when you look at a cloud, it's whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. That's what this country is. Mm hmm. This country is whatever we want it to fucking be. Mm-hmm. So we have to get off our asses and envision something different. We have to visualize the cloud of the United States into a shape 
that we really want, not just for us, but for our children. Yes. And the other thing that you were saying I thought was interesting was you were saying, like, people were telling you, like, the brand is you, right? And mm -hmm. so when you, it should be you. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about what you were saying, and I was like, you know what? Even if you don't know it, the brand is you. Even if you're a garbage person and you're just like shitting out whatever and you're signing over, that actually is you. Yeah. Because that's what you're doing. Yeah. Right? And if you're taking time to be thoughtful about it and to put some uh, nuance and some elegance mm -hmm. and some design to what you're doing, then that's you too. Because that's yeah. who you are. Yep. So when you were selling... How much of a, how do I say this? Percentage-wise, you don't have to tell me the amount. Okay. But when you sold out of the 500 or whatever, percentage-wise, mm -hmm. what was the profit mm. on a general level? I mean, I think, well, I don't, I, here's what I will say, just to like, that first batch of shirts, I put everything back into, I made stickers, I made crewnecks, and I made shirt snacks. Right. And so I, I don't think I really started seeing profit until... Honestly, like after high school, right? And how long would that have been then? Well, no, I would hold on. I, I like I would pick and choose in a weird way because if I was like at a time where I was like, "Yo, I kind of want a, like a nice G-Shock," yeah, or, like a, a hundred city, yeah, and I would like pull that from the stash, right? But like also like I was, I didn't get to that point for a long time, right? For like a good five years, right? And then, which is crazy to think about now. Right. I mean, there's some people that they're doing that at like 25. Yeah. Like they just started and they're not even tripping. They're not mad. No. no. But from 25 to 30, there's not going to be anything to see. No. And, and it's I'll I'll end on this note. Uh, I will say like for anyone that's trying to start a brand or has this idea of like just starting a brand overnight, you're going to be rich. Dude, get ready to fall on your fucking face because <laughs> If you're if you are 18, if you're if you're 30 years old and you want to make money off a brand, bro, like you could sell like one batch of shirts, keep your money and, you know, next batch of shirts, you're like you don't have the money to make the shirts. Right. It's fucking expensive. It's right. It's terrifying. Like making uh, an order of hats that's like three hundred and fifty dollars and then like shirts what are like, I don't know, like four hundred dollars shirts. Right. That's money that you're like trying to trying to flip, man. Right. And just be ready to be scared, for, right, for a long time. Right. Be ready to be uncomfortable and put yourself in a situation where you're you're fighting for for your brand. Right. And let me ask you this: uh, <sighs> What are some brands mm -hmm. that maybe people wouldn't think you notice or like? Yeah. But that you actually like, like, and, yeah. and I don't mean necessarily clothing either. Like, yeah, you, you walk by the fucking Lando Lakes butter, and you're like, you know, that's a fucking dope fucking set. What, like, Yo, you're, you're what? crazy for that one because it, it is. It's really weird because it's you know the the salt the salt thing that the Morton's? girl with the umbrella. Morton's. I did a graphic for like a Rain on Friday. Is there a brand here based off that graph? Like based off that. But the brands I look at, I look at Dark Sport, which is like an athletic wear. I look at Live Fit, which is athletic wear. I look at Kith, A Life. I really, really fuck with Palace. And uh, dude, and just really my friends that are artists. 
Okay, let, let's let's walk down a couple. Let's just talk about some. I just want to hear like yeah. what you have. Okay, first of all, Coca Cola. What is your thought on Coca Cola? Coca Cola is the aesthetic is simple, bold, beautiful. Okay, all right. Let's go with Starbucks. What are you looking at when you think of Starbucks? What do you see? I don't like that logo, man. There's you too, don't. It's too much, too and too small. That's like it. you're like you have like this like it's like getting like a detailed tattoo but putting making it small. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, Denny's. What do you think about their shit? Uh, I hate the colors. <laughs> That's dope. Um, all right. What about? Also say on that on that being said, IHOP. I fucking hate that smiley face in the IHOP logo with the nose and the two eyes. What do you think about? And speaking of smiley faces, mm-hmm. what do you think about Amazon smiley face? I don't think I've noticed it. Oh wait, the like the orange check. No, there's like a yeah, maybe it's orange. It's not a check. Yeah. It kind of looks like a check. Yeah. It's no. an arrow, but it looks like a I, smile. I like Amazon altogether. Okay. Uh, well, hold on. I like Amazon's logo altogether. I think Amazon as a corporate company is really shitty. Right. Of course. Yeah. Um, what about Pepsi? They did a refresh. Yeah. Um, I've always liked Pepsi. I've liked that like that centerpiece logo, that red, white, and blue one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's hard. Okay, what and then um, you know what I'm thinking of is um, there's sometimes like old brands. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I yeah. mean? That are kind of almost generic products, mm-hmm. like the Quaker dude. Yeah, that like the old white guy. Yeah, and there's something about it. Like I'm like, why is that? Why does that still work? Like who even knows what a Quaker is anymore? Yeah, because because shout out Pennsylvania, right. But also, like, <laughs> because if, shout out Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But if we could have the Quaker guy, why can't we have Aunt Jemima? That's an interesting point. Well, it, I, okay. So, counterpoint to that would be, and I'm not saying yes or no to either one. Yeah. I think that the people would argue that um, a Quaker was never considered like uh, a low race character. Okay. That sure. would be the reason. Yeah. But I'm also kind of with you, too. It's like, Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's. I guess mm-hmm. those are kind of old. You know, when I was coming up, bro, listen to this. This is how old I am. When I was coming up, there was a Denny-style restaurant mm-hmm. called Sambo's. Damn. And Sambo was like a, it was almost like the N-word. Yeah, man. And the the guy of Sambo's, like their character, mm-hmm. was basically like a cartoon version, like, like super racist. Like I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. And that was like that. just on the like that was a corporate a and, whole corporation. And you were like, yeah, we should go there on Sunday after church. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't even like crazy. You're like, hey, we're we gonna go to Sambo's or we're we gonna go to Popeyes. Like yeah. it was no nothing crazy. Yeah. Also, Popeyes with the commercials, they know what they're doing. I mean, yeah. You know what I always trip out on? I mean, you might. I don't know how you feel about this, but I always think about Popeye. Like the car, the cartoon, yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck did that get so popular? Spinach, yeah. Like how was like a spinach revolution, probably. I don't. I mean, you gotta remember, he's eating canned spinach. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think like Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Was like Popeye's like cooler cousin. You know what? I, I was like thinking about that, and I was like, you know what's weird is it's like Garfield. You get. Like a fat cat that likes lasagna, somehow mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, but Popeye, like, right? And and like when you look at Popeye, 
I, I'm, a, I'm like, he's a sailor. Eating, I mean, it could be in the budget. What like, do you mean? And it could be in his personal budget. Like, all he's got is spinach. Right. <laughs> so, like, dude, yeah, man, Pop, Popeye was cr- crazy. How, yeah, how does a pipe-smoking sailor... Mm-hmm. Only spinach for the muscle. I, yeah. and, but how does he come to take over a nation? Like, Damn. like, think about, like, like, if I walked up to you and I go, I'm like this. I'm like, hey. Uh, it's political. I don't know. I go, Isaac, check this out, bro. Okay. I got the next cash cow. <laughs> I got the next cash cow. And you're like, okay, what is it? I'm all ears. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, Silk Cloud. I'm like, forget Silk Cloud. Let me tell you about the sailor that eats spinach. I'm like, all I need is 10 grand, and we're going to fucking make money, buddy. He smokes a corncob pipe. Mm-hmm. When he speaks, you can't understand what he's saying, really. He eats canned spinach. It's not fresh. No. That's old. It's canned spinach. Mm. We went through all these brands, and Isaac was giving me his thoughts on brands. Fucking fantastic. He had some great thoughts. He's like, down with Morton Salt Lady. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, some of these brands. He said this one was boring. He said Denny's. I hate the colors. Dude, I hate the Denny's colors. And mm. you, you know, I fuck. I, I drive past it. I'm going to drive past it tonight. <laughs> is gold and red, right? It's gold with yeah. red lettering. Yeah. You know what I, I don't like is the IHOP logo with the smiley face and the, the long nose. Long nose. IHOP logo's garbage. Yeah, man. IHOP's garbage. Hey, what fast? I like their pancakes, but their fucking logos go Yo, crap. But you, it's yeah. hard to fuck up pancakes. But off rip, what hits? What hits your heart? Like what? Which one you see it and you're like, yep. What do you mean? Are we talking about logos? And stuff? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, uh, well, not brand logos, <laughs> but like it could be like like Sprite, Mountain Dew, Ta- whatever, Taco like, Bell. What? What one? First, let's just do fast food. What's the best fast food logo? Bar none. I'll tell you mine. I know. Go ahead, tell me yours. It's gonna sound fucked up, Hmm. but I got a reason for it. In and out. Nah, that's easy. Fuck it, in and out, man. What's the fucking palm tree? Everybody loves palm tree. Mm -hmm. No, Carl's Jr. You like that one? And I'm gonna tell you why. Why? (laughs) Please do. Because it's so generic and slightly irritating that it's a star. Like, 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 when you think of, like, oh, what symbol am I going to come up with for my fucking thing? Like, the star is the one that you see first on the Google hit page. Like, okay. that's right. Who? It's a star and a moon and a fucking other thing. That's, like, the most common. And then on top of it, it's got a smiley face in the star, which is, like, a double piss you off. Okay. Because it's not only is it. Okay. But for that reason. Yes. I It, it works for me because it's so obvious and it is slightly irritating mm-hmm. but then when you look at the carl's jr they copied the coca-cola shit you know you can see yeah you're right mm-hmm. so i feel like uh, to me from a fast food standpoint like i think about burger king i'm like fuck burger king mm-hmm. i love taco bell until they changed the goddamn colors now i'm like purple and pink what the fuck uh, how's that a taco motherfucker <laughs> uh you know mcdonald's i mean okay I mean, McDonald's, I don't. I probably don't even consider McDonald's just because it's so in our culture. I mean, what's the McDonald's logo? The gold? I, I, I'm, I, I don't think it's anything special. And I'm not texting right now. I'm, no. I'm pulling up a, a logo that I've always liked. Show me. Everywhere I've seen it. Show me. I'm looking it's at the IHOP too. one, and I can see that. You know why that you don't like that, bro? I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because it looks like a balls and dick. That's it. 
Yeah, yep. it might be. <laughs> it does, dude. You look at it, it looks like a flaccid balls and penis. That, that's probably Did you ever see this? I don't want dick on my pancake. Right, I don't ever, either, bro. Oh, you want dick on your pancake, Steve? No. <laughs> come, on, come on. Come on. Hey, what do you think they mean by pigs in a blanket, bro? Did you ever see this? Have you ever driven <laughs> sausage by sausage with your pancake? <laughs> have you ever driven by and seen a big old truck that said night? Trucking on yeah, the I love that. that I love yeah. that one. You seen that logo? Yeah, that thing's sick. I love that. They got dude. The, how you fucking figure that out? So that's one that I've always, always admired. That logo because it's got a, it's got the night and the mm. way it's all put together. Another logo I've always fucking just think is a, a, a dope ass logo. Is I'm attracted to logos like 3M. The tape company. Yeah. yeah. I did my not guilty logo, the NG, the same way as the 3M. I compressed mm. them a little bit together. But I definitely like a very, um, to me, for some reason, I'm really, I've always been, I like a bold, American, strong, solid font. Like I'm into like very um, symmetrically, Solid yep. American strong fonts. You My know? favorite font, mm. and I use it all the time. It's called Akira Black mm-hmm. or Akira oh, Bold. Akira Bold. Bold, dude. Yeah. I fucking love that. It's a that great font. fucking font. I know Akira Bold. Yeah. Dude. What would you call that? Because I'm looking at Akira Bold right now, and it's got a slight futuristic aspect to it. It seems like a little bit, but it's not Blade Runner. You know what I mean? Yeah. What What would you What, what mm. would you call? Where would you put that? Because I'm looking at it. it. Looks good. Why does that one work? I just think every single letter looks good in that. Right. Right. I like that. And like also like on shirts, and if you want to go small, yeah. it hits. If you want to go big, it hits harder. Right. Mm. Right. I'll right. tell you, I said this to somebody, I said this to somebody the other day. Okay, there's, and I'm going to do it with Supermax, but there's, <clears throat> there's a certain set of color play and letters That were like early Slayer albums, mm. um, Black Sabbath. Uh, there was that those rock and rolly letters. Some of them were chrome. Some mm. of them were gradients. Um, uh, very like chromey. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but those colors are very rem- remind me of like the '80s type of stuff, like a lot of surf company type shit. Mm-hmm. And I like those, dude. I've always liked gradients and sunsets, and 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 I like those. I like that shit, dude. I've always liked that type of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Um, blues and reds that are. Like, I love color, yeah, especially when too. designing. Like, I I like the simple like white on black, but if it's like just red on black, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I gotta go like, I gotta go color. I gotta go like colorful, like six color. Mm-hmm. Like luckily, I do direct to garment, so I could do like eighteen color. Yeah, yeah. Full, just beautiful pictures. You know what I've always liked is I love a, that man. The Dodge Ram Charger logo. That That's Ram. A good, yeah, that good. That Ram's yeah, good. Man. Yeah, right. Dodge Ram logo is a good logo. Well, fuck, bro. Um, there's some good ones. I'm, I'm a. Uh, I think we got some good logos on H2K. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, um, come on. But yeah, I don't know, dude. I like gradients, man. I'm into like I've always had. I've always been drawn to gradients. They make me feel 
like uh, some they make me feel like the time of growing up in Southern California. Like sunsets. Yeah. That sunsets and I love palm trees. I love all that type of stuff because it makes me feel at home. But yeah, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yes. Uh, hey, Isaac- I think I think I think you need to jump on that hat concept. Yeah, no, I'm going to. Th- those are great, bro. I love that hat, For, dude. Thank the best you. hat I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I, dude, I saw it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy two. Yeah, it's a hot one. Well, uh, young entrepreneur, Anjanu. Thank you. Uh, you want to give a shout out? And tell yeah, people you how they can out. find your brand, yeah. how they can find you. You guys yeah. listen up because this is a Bobby Ruiz kid. Not only that, <laughs> but let me tell you something. This is, I actually think. Isaac Ruiz. Listen, let me mm-hmm. tell you something. Thank you. This is, you're listening to the voice of the future. Yes. And yes. in those of you who've got some fucking brains and balls are going to follow this. And then later you're going to be bragging to your fucking friends <laughs> about how you knew I, you were listening to Isaac way back, way back when. Yep. Yeah. Right? On the Hard Luck Show. That's, That's it. That's right. All right. I'm, I'm very, very happy to be here. Good. What? Where yeah, are we? So good. where do we go to find um, your shit, brother? Twitter, Instagram. What do they look um, up? The Silk Cloud Co. All right. The yeah. Silk. Oh, on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. I'm gonna go to it right now. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. The the website's there. The the Twitter. We're on Twitter. That's right. pretty much it. I mean, we're on Facebook, but like I've never yeah, used it. Right up. Right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dog. I'm on you. Hey, thank you. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll be. We have a lot of collabs coming out. Like this year is like the first year I'm doing collabs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do so. you want to give us a, a peekaboo? Uh, uh, yeah, I got one with uh, Persuay. Persuay one coming out. All right. We have uh, my brother and Mike Giant have something coming out. Mike Giant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Isaac Palayo. Uh, I lo- That's one of his fucking. I fucking love that. Right? That's yeah. great. I made that one. <laughs> That's. Dope, yeah, we, we take a picture of that. Yeah, Hold burger it face, Hold it Sebastian. Up. Hold That's it up. dope, bro. Maybe we should have him do a hard luck look. Of course we should. Who hard knows? Luck. Who knows? Look at the guy. Eh, we'll see. Yeah, okay. dude. Did you guys do this? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I have that one. I have That's it. fucking. Look at that shirt, bro. I, you're not, you're leaving I one love with it. one. I I love that. Look at that shirt. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's badass, bro. Are you kidding me? Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I got some shit for you guys. I I have a few pieces here. Hey, let me ask please, you. Some, oh, man, I love letters like. Hey, this. let yeah. me know when you do some baby shit, cause I put it on my daughter. Dude, I could do baby shit. Just I need the. Yeah, I could do it. All right. Do you cool. follow Paisa Boys? Uh, I know of them. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think they did something with Foods Gone Wild, right? Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, so on F. Uh, on Instagram is it's the Silk Cloud Co. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna hit you up on this. I'm fucking shit. Yeah, hey, I, I do hey. like uh, a lot of like artist pieces. <laughs> I love that, dude. Yeah. I like your shit, dude. Thank you, thank you. Damn, dog. I'm not even blowing smoke right no, now. No, I appreciate that. Like I don't, man. I you know how much stuff I see. Do you know yeah. how much stuff comes? <laughs> he shows up at my house. Garbage, blood like, coming out of his eyes. Oh, Dude, no. I very rarely am moved. Thank you, man. That means a lot. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. fucking sweatshirt. Oh, which one is that? 
That's great. Yeah, dude, we we sold out of that in, uh, I think. Excellent. That's why. And I can tell right away why you sold out of it. Thank you. I would buy that for my daughter. Like, that's that's a dope fucking graphic. Thank you, yeah. Of course that sold out. Yeah, I skipped class to make that. Right on. Well, I don't approve of that. Nah. I no. Listen, I had an event coming up. I needed to hit him. You had to do it. Hit him Listen, you got to do what you got to do in this world. Uh, go ahead. Give him a shout out. Yes, Give yourself you. a shout out. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Hey, shout out to American Indians. Like, let's get together. It's the, this country is yeah. ripe for us to fucking put a foot in that ass and show them how to be American for real. Uh, Ovano Bone LLP, all your legal needs. Uh, we wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly. I also Chumahan underscore for poetry, motivation, all that good shit. Muscle and beauty, baby. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. All right, what you guys? www.supermaxhardware.com. Check us out. A big shout out to Esteban Oreo, oh, yeah. Cartoon of the Come Soul on. Assassins, DJ Muggs. Big shout out to Burner. Cookies. Go buy some weed and buy some clothes. Yeah, buy Vibes, some rolling papers. I can't believe you said that on the same podcast that I'm on. Yeah. My heroes. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. All right. Well, don't worry. And, We're uh, setting up a cage match between you and, and those guys. Yeah, Everybody in the city of San Yeah, Monica. it's like uh, Jake Paul, Ben Askew. son, my daughter, you guys, all of you guys, yeah. sending, sending it out. And always listen to the Hard Luck Show. Yeah, right. Right. The parting shot, your moment of zen from Isaac. Go ahead. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, thank you. If anyone you. has any questions uh, on starting a brand or just anything uh, mental health, you guys need a rant, whatever, my DMs are open. I'm I'm just like a normal 23 year old. I'll listen to your problems. Yeah. Absolutely. All right there. And like we do about this time, adios amigos from the Hardware Show. It.